Hello and welcome to the Neat Glass sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Whiskey Madness 2022, The Road to the Final Pour, a four week long blind tasting tournament featuring 16 whiskeys from around the world. I'm Scott and joining me as always is Ed. Hey everybody. And once again refereeing for us today, Gabe. Yo. And we're back again at the new mind-blowing Whiskey Tangent Arena shaped like a neat glass <laughs> in enchanting downtown Marlton, New Jersey, where last time in round one we saw the two number one seeds move on with only one upset and one tie, a stark contrast to the insanity of last year's events. But today, perhaps the drama will return because the crowd is simply frenzied with anticipation for round two, in which we're prepared to balance the books on the other side of the ledger, the 100-proof and 110-proof brackets. And as always, Ed's here to reveal which eight new whiskey expressions will be warring today to make their whiskey madness wishes come true. Thanks, Scott. So great to be here once again in the new Neeklass Whiskey Tangent Arena. There isn't really a bad seat. Even up on the top where you think maybe the curve out, but nope. And if you sit on the rim, you get all the alcohol. <laughs> right, that's the problem. If you're on the rim, that's where all the alcohol diffuses right over you. People like that, though. Yeah, they get yeah. all buzzed up. So that, those who want to want, yeah, the, be... The ones that haven't fallen over yet. That's right. Off right, the edge yeah. of the rim. Oh, yeah, right. don't fall backwards. Right, folks. yeah, yeah. There should be a fence up there. Well, next year, they we'll put a fence. I think tickets. it's a railing. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them fall. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so two brackets and Gabe has said that he thinks the winner of this year's tournament is coming from one of these brackets mm. which is a bold statement but I can't argue with him there are some amazing whiskeys and some up and coming uh, upstart newbies yes so in the 100 proof bracket we have as a number one seed from our friends at Beam Sumtory mm-hmm. Baker's Single Barrel oh. The most overlooked of the yes. uh, small batch expressions by us. But now, here it is. The selection committee has saw fit to reward its perseverance with a number one <laughs> seed in the 100 proof bracket, meaning 100 proof to 109. Yes. Number two, the Pure Kentucky XO, mm. never been featured by itself on the podcast. One of my all time favorites from our friends over at Will It. The third seed is a personal favorite of mine, and I'd lobby the selection committee to get in there. Redemption High Ride, but it's a single barrel. It's used for their store picks. They're all coming at 105 proof. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth seed will be the Broken Barrel Heresy Rye that we did feature on the podcast. Yep. And it is also uh, coming in at 105 proof, which Scott told me not to do the proofs, but I'm doing it anyway because I don't follow his instructions. <laughs> I didn't uh, say yeah. you couldn't. I just said you don't have to. Don't You're a grown-ass man. You can know what you want. <laughs> That's right. So the 110 to 119 bracket, mm. the number one seed, a little bit of a surprise, the wild turkey rare breed rye. Right. Mm. Which is a cast strength thing, but like not really a cast strength with what Scott and Jeff would consider <laughs> a cast strength. It comes in at a, at a very, very drinkable. Baby cast one, strength. Uh, like 112, 111, <laughs> like that. Um, the number two seed is the Old Ezra number seven, which has been used to make cocktails. We've never really featured it by itself, right? Yeah. Um, that's at 114 proof. The Smoke Wagon Uncut Unfiltered, which we featured as a quick taste, and the selection committee said it's got enough hype to enter a bracket that is already stacked. Mm. 
And lastly, one of the best whiskeys I had this year for sure, the Lucky 7 Holiday Toast. Yeah. It's delicious. You might not have heard of Lucky 7 Holiday Toast, but that doesn't mean it's not a great whiskey. And it's not cheap. They're not giving it away. No. <laughs> you know, like $80. Gonna, $80 yeah, yeah, you want to bring your money with you, but you, you'll spend $80 on worse stuff than this. That's for damn sure. So so when I was going through the matchups, and pretty much every one is a traditional bourbon versus either a high rye bourbon or an actual rye. Yeah. So the selection committee kind of helped us out a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Even though these are really close in proof, their tastes might be a little bit different. But of course, when you taste things blind, you never know. Mm. Right. Like the Redemption High Rye is 36%, I think, rye. That's yeah. a very high rye bourbon. Yeah, That's yeah. a very high rye bourbon. Right. It is. Right, exactly. Right. And Gabe, to Ed's point that he made earlier, and I think you actually said this on the preview, that you thought that one of the winners would come out of this. I don't want you to tell us which one just yet, because I think it might be fun for you to write it down. <laughs> And then we'll reveal it at the end. But your overall impression of these eight whiskeys. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good names here, obviously. Uh, I think the Smoke Wagon and the Lucky Seven, they could surprise people. And the Wild Turkey better watch itself. Yeah. Because uh, being a number one, you just, there's no guarantees in this at all. And it's barely a rye, just for record. It's 51% rye. Mm. It's not a high rye rye, if that makes sense to anybody. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. It's not a 95.5. It's got a great reputation, but, you know, if you're not careful, Lucky Seven could sneak up on you and shank you in the back and move (laughs) on. Like I said, I have a couple of things I'm looking at, and I think they could really make it close to the finals. And we're going to have you write it down before mm-hmm. we have you go over to the preparation area and set up for the first matchup, and then uh, we'll reveal it later. That'll be fun. Okay, when is the uh, Uber coming to pick me up and take me over there? <laughs> mm-hmm. The Uber is coming I right got, now. I got like the uh, Hannibal Lecter dolly to just roll you over there and set is, you up. <laughs> is it like the Atlantic City Jitney? Yeah, Jitney. <laughs> Doesn't cost me a dollar. It's the tram car from Wildwood. We're being local references yeah. to our to our <laughs> national. What, 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 watch the tram tram car, please. <laughs> Welcome to Wildwood. And don't worry about that half mile walk to the water from the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they stole all the sand from all of New Jersey. It's so a fact. We did. We planned big winter and fall storms to just rip all the sand from Sea Isle and Stone Harbor and throw it on our beach. This is the kind of in-depth Jersey stuff that you get <laughs> right. on our podcast. <laughs> right. The New Jersey tourism commission should give us a little kickback for all yeah, this uh, free these wonderful of, free box of salt water taffy, taffy. <laughs> exactly oh, and fudge yeah. and you fudge, yeah. Let's Let's get get taffy. fudge they all look the same with like a blue or red stipe like i don't know what they, they right. oh, I, oh, I got lemon oh i got licorice no oh, this, this tastes like minty shit <laughs> i got blue this tastes I, like blue I, I lost the filling <laughs> i lost the filling yeah yeah you gotta watch out it's like bit of honeys <laughs> oh, i love bit of honeys <clears> though. all right Okay, time so uh, Gabe's going to catch his Uber or his Hannibal uh, yeah. Lecter Dolly and uh, head over to the preparation area, and we're going to start round two. Take it slow, and we going to make it out this hole, and ain't nobody stopping us, no. So watch me as I go, watch me as I grow, and we ain't going to take it slow, and we going to make it out this hole, and ain't nobody stopping us, no. So watch me as I go, watch me as I grow, yeah, I'm the fucking show. We're 
we're back. Gabe is in the preparation area, pouring the spirits into our neat glasses, and I'm going to send it over to Scott. Right, so it's Pure Kentucky XO versus Redemption Rye, and I'm going to tell you about the Pure Kentucky XO. It is seated second in this uh, bracket. Mm-hmm. It is a Kentucky straight bourbon. Its mash bill is not disclosed. Its proof is 107. There's no age statement, but it's purportedly between 4 and 12 years. The price is about 50 bucks. Yep. The distiller bottler is Kentucky Bourbon Distillers, a.k.a. KBD, a.k.a. Willett, from Bardstown, Kentucky. The owner is the Colesveen family. Fun facts, although we didn't taste it on the podcast, we did discuss it on episode 14 when talking about its distillery mate, the delicious Willett family estate rye, uh-huh. the four-year, because we had tasted a bunch of Willett expressions during a tasting at the local lounge. And honestly, there really isn't a whole lot more to say about this because KBD is really secretive about everything that they do, and their website offers little more than the proof of the spirit and some tasting notes, which are cinnamon, toffee, caramel, pepper, oak, and spices going up against Ed. We did Redemption Rye on our first podcast episode ever. And back then, I thought it was okay. And it's still okay. The price point is still very reasonable, like yeah. $27, $26. But oh, no, we didn't drink it for years. Sure, sure. Then Redemption came out with a nine-year and some other stuff and the high rye and a Caribbean rum finished one and a weeded. I mean, so Redemption's really been trying to up their products. Mostly nine sourced. year, or 10 year. Yeah, like, it's really good. Yeah. So I've stumbled across a couple of the single barrels. This one's a Mount Ephraim from Canals and it's got a mash bill of 60% corn, 36% rye. So when they say high rye, they're not kidding. This is about as high rye as you can be. <clears throat> high rye. Hi. And then the 4% malted <laughs> barley. It's aged for about two and a half years. So it's not very old, which is its criticism. Half. Wow. Which okay. is yeah. on average, it could be three. Sure. The single barrel program features the best barrel selected by master blender Dave Carpenter. And okay. that said, comes in 105 proof. The flavor is supposedly going to be big, bold, plenty of rye spice, caramel, honey, corn, apple. And there's a pleasant sweetness as well as nutty notes. Now, someone else said it has a buttery flavor like rich crackers, like a buttery cracker flavor. Wow. And I saw another reviewer say that, you know, he was put off by. You could taste the youthfulness of the whiskey. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see how that is. I would give the nod probably on paper to the XO. But in all the pre-tournament interviews, I've been telling how I think this has got a chance. It's going to have its biggest challenge of the week today. It's got a chance, definitely, and at least for me, because I haven't had either of these expressions in right. a long time. Right. And neither, in my memory, seems very distinctive. Yeah. So kind of how I always forget about how good Elijah Craig is until right. we have it again. So not remembering how they taste is actually a perfect way to start off a blind tasting. Gabe, if you will do the honors. Okay. And while you do that, have you had either of these? No, I've had the Redemption regular. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that's well, like you said, a long time ago, and I know it's wow. good, but I couldn't really give you a good tasting note on it. I do got to say one other thing. I, I am a little bit surprised about the rankings of these two. Oh, okay. Good. How dare you? Questioning the the, the, <laughs> uh, the bracketing. It's splitting hairs. And Tell us what you would have done. I, I think I would have put the Redemption at one. Really? The, uh, the Bakers at two and the Pure Kentucky at three. What did Bakers ever do to you? I Been just, out since 92. I mean, it, Booker No made it. Named after Baker Beam. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm going to let you guys taste now. <laughs> no, just and, uh, I want to see what you think well, about it. Well, you have to give us class B first. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you're going to be this way about it, <laughs> we don't, we just you'll get nothing you and like it. <laughs> okay, so the A to me had a very oaky scent to it. A much more powerful nose, too. Yeah. And B had a very sweet cherry-like scent to it. They are both really good in a different way. Mm. I will say that Gabe made us dinner tonight, a delicious 
bacon contract. <laughs> a delicious bacon wrapped meatloaf. And, and tell the people why it was specifically bacon wrapped meatloaf. For some, for some reason, I, I have this reputation of not being a bacon and or a meatloaf <laughs> lover, and I uh, I don't have a problem with them. I just would like to have my arteries working for you know at least until my mid seventies. <laughs> this country is built bacon. on bacon. Okay, I have nothing wrong you with communists. Uh, I have nothing against bacon. Why don't you go invade Ukraine? <laughs> oh. <laughs> This country is built on bacon, brother. Let the pigs live, goddammit. What's what's wrong with a bowl of farina? Oh, my God. Cream of wheat, if you will. Right, cream of wheat. That stuff is terrible. It's like porridge. All right, but it's, you know. Back to the matchup, everybody. Um, Why are we here? I don't know. So, Scott, what are you getting? These are very different. A, smelled really oaky, but B, tastes really oaky. And B, smells really sweet. And A, tastes sweeter than B to really? me. Before I gave you the glasses, I was smelling them. I thought A was a little more sweet hmm. on the nose. Maybe you switched them up. Maybe you fucked up, dude. <laughs> I know. You brought us meatloaf. It was delicious. <clears throat> sweet potatoes. But then he tried to start another controversy by not liking butter. Christ. <laughs> Enjoy this last podcast. I will not be making a return appearance. <laughs> Otters can't make it next week, so you have to come over. Ah, Cash always speaks. Uh, we won't have butter. There will be no butter here. Fuck your butter. Oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> thank God there's an edit button. Guys, let's I'm, focus on, on what we're doing here. I'm, gl- I'm glad there was an ER on the end of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do you have an idea of who you're going to pick? I do, but. I feel like I'm uh, mixing uh, these up. I, I'm adding a little bit of water on these. It's interesting how both of these whiskeys I enjoy a lot by themselves, but today, going back and forth, there's one, there's something like a little bit off in the finish compared to the other one. Hmm. I'm beginning to think that I know what they are now. Okay. You know nothing. I have no idea. Okay. I made my decision. There was a little bit of a vinyl taste to A. B was smooth and sweeter. It was more consistent all the way through, so I think I made my decision based on that. Well... I'm going to be drinking. There we go. <laughs> surprise. It's a tie. I'm just from what Ed said. Ed, you pick B. Yeah. And I believe that was the Kentucky XO. And you're wrong. That's good. Wow. Really? wow. B was the Redemption High Rye. Well, it's delicious. And I picked A. I picked the Kentucky XO. You picked the Kentucky XO. Wow. All the hypes that Ed was uh, No, I mean, I like, the but Kentucky. these are two of my favorite whiskeys. But. I, yeah. And what you were saying, the finishes on both of these weren't really great to me. And so when I took the time to do the crackers and the cleansing of the palate in between, yeah. that's when I thought A tasted better overall than B. I just had a little bit left in both. B is a clear winner today Another, for me. Wow. Gentlemen, right. we're going to overtime. Overtime. All right, Ed has poured A and B, possibly not the same A and B that right. was poured before for Gabe, and Gabe is going to make his decision. The pure Kentucky XO, which is what Scott picked. I picked a Redemption High Rye, and um, Gabe's going to get his chance to break the tie. Here's your A. Here's your B. Gabe's nosing him. Well, right off the bat, A is a, a, a very a lot more dense on the nose. Mm-hmm. B is uh, quite a bit sweeter, which, you know, it is what it is, but it doesn't mean it's going to taste that way. Mm. Oh, the B glass just, uh, I took another sniff and it's brown sugar or something. It was a very confectionery sweetness to it all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs>
It's <laughs> <laughs> rubbing my nipple over here. Wow. I, I, it's been like two minutes since I drank. I feel jealous. I want to get over there. Say more, Gabe. <laughs> oh, glace is a nice uh, even creaminess to it. Not harsh, not bitter. Doesn't really burn down the throat. Okay. And B, B was sweet, but it had a, a little bit of an antiseptic astringency to it. Maybe mm. vinyl or latex, like I said. <laughs> yes, it, yeah. right. like right. as you were describing. It's, yes, funny, it's, that, um, it's funny that you picked that up. Yeah, there's a, almost like an artificialness to it. Mm. It's not bad. It's, yeah, you know, right. It's not bad. It's just there. I'm going to put a little bit of water in each couple drops. and uh, yeah, Absolutely, I would. See where we stand on that. Sure. I mean, I think that you have to say that the Kentucky XO with Willet and the history of that distillery. Yeah. And the Redemption being kind of an upstart label, I think that a win here would be a huge victory for the Redemption label. Oh, absolutely. And over Willett, who's done pretty well in the Whiskey Madness. Well, with a couple drops of water in each, I think the, the B glass seems to have gotten a little bit more um, harshness to it oh, somehow. You think it would proof down, but it's actually gotten a it little open, more it heat. Open, right. Water opens up all types of flavors. Right, right. Maybe it was proofed where it should have been. And when you added water, it proofed it down to a level that brought out some off notes. And A, with a little bit of water, has just kind of kept it where it was. Oh. And it's a very even, very delicious taste. Sounds like you're ready to pick. I think <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm going with A. A, and A is. Redemption High Rye. Fuck! The upset. Woo! The upstart brand, Redemption High Rye. And in a defense of Kentucky XO, this is a single barrel mm. picked by the master blender specifically from his favorite barrels. So I think that it's not knocking Will It. We got a hold of a special barrel from Redemption, a high rye bourbon, and it's really performed well today. And right. in keeping with the Whiskey Madness tradition, I got outvoted again. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'm a big fan of Willet. I've liked their yeah, products over sure. the years, and uh, until like last week, I didn't realize that Ducky XO was a Willet family product. But right. in this particular instance, I think the, the Redemption was the, a yeah. bit tastier. This is exactly why we taste these things yeah. one. I mean, Scott does have a very unique palate, but I don't think that means he's different than the people listening. If you bring Jeff in, his palate's much different than ours. Yeah. Andre's palate's very different. If you bring Sue in, she'll be asleep right now. But <laughs> her palate's way different, and Siobhan's palate's way different. So yeah, you start yeah. putting people around. It's true. Um, so right. That's what's great about the podcast. You got so many yeah. outside uh, sources coming in with the different opinions, different taste buds, and it, it makes it a wonderful experience. Aww. Well, I mean, it helps a lot to have other opinions, and you know, it gives us different perspectives on things. All right, so Redemption High Rye will go on into the next round, yep. and now get ready when we come back. Gabe will return to the preparation area mm -hmm. for Baker's Single Barrel against Broken Barrel Heresy Rye. I'm the type of dude who is headed for greatness I'm the type of dude who could really make changes Cause I'm the type of dude that's becoming contagious I'm the type of dude that will always be ageless I'm the type of dude that will always feel shameless I'm the type of dude that they say is fucking heinous Cause I'm the type of dude that you know is fucking dangerous Okay, we are back, and Gabe is going to pour the Baker Single Barrel versus Broken Barrel Heresy Rye, but before he hands them to us, Ed's going to tell us about Heresy Rye. We were lucky enough to catch up with the owner of Infused Spirits and Broken Barrel Whiskey Company and talk to him, and his concept, what it is, is they break up 
barrels and put the staves into the tanks of whiskey that have been dumped to add extra flavor. And so this particular one, we're doing the heresy rye. It's a little young. They only promise like a year. They're yeah. like, it's a year and then maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, but, maybe two. Uh, it's 105 proof. It's distilled in Owensboro, Kentucky. It is sourced, bottled in Las Vegas, and finished with broken stays of French oak, ex-bourbon, and ex-Oloroso sherry barrels. Mm. And they're saying, yo, we know this is not traditional. I know this is not normal. In fact, it could even be heresy. And that's where the name comes ah. from. The fact that they're using used barrels in the finishing process. Yeah. It's interesting because it's 95.5, but it's distilled in Owensboro, Kentucky. Right. It's not the MGP MGP, 95.5, right? right. But it is 95% rye, 5% malted barley, caramel, vanilla, dark cherry, some baked apple, and rye. An odd sweetness and viscosity. Surprisingly oily and chewy in the mouth. Gabe will like that. Oily mouthfeel. Try not to say that too many times. They owe Gabe a dollar for that. (laughs) I I never really was able to encapsulate that until Gabe said it. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm feeling too. I've currently moved on to it has a nice viscosity. This has nearly teeth coating. Caramelized (laughs) apple skins, orange, spicy grains, cinnamon, and even Twizzlers noticed on the finish. Yes. And we'll see if this is going to be good enough to upset a perennial champion in Bay Baker's. Baker Single Barrel is a single barrel Kentucky straight bourbon. Its mash bill is 77% corn, 13% rye, 10% malted barley. Its proof is 107. Its age is seven years. Its price is at least $60. The distiller bottler owner is Beam Suntory. Fun facts, we featured it and its now defunct former version, the Baker Small Batch, way back in episode 29, just as the transition from small batch to single barrel was happening. It ranked 16th on Whiskey Advocate's top 20 whiskeys in 2019 with a score of 93. Mm. And here's the coolest part that I just discovered. So you can get info about the barrel in your bottle by typing the serial number on the bottle into a page on their website. So I typed in 00015-4918. Yep. And you're told to scroll your mouse in order to roll a virtual barrel through a dark rickhouse with info popping up every so often. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. And this is what it said. The barrel was stored at Claremont Campus in Warehouse J, Floor 4, Rack 42. Wow. The barrel was filled in May 2014. The hottest day that the barrel endured was 98% Fahrenheit and 100% humidity. Wow. The coldest day that the barrel endured was negative five degrees Fahrenheit and 9% humidity. The barrel was dumped on August 2021 for a total of seven years and three months. The tasting notes, single barrels, of course, differ. So I took a bunch of them together and kind of mashed them into one. They're common characteristics and they were oak, dark fruit, caramel, peanuts, baking spice, honey, raw corn, vanilla, fresh brownies, and leather. Now, even though they're number one seed, and even though they've been around as a brand since the early 90s, I feel like Baker still has something to prove. Despite being a delicious whiskey, it's not really a sought-after brand, still, after all these years. In fact, our whole episode 29 was about how we, along with everybody else, has been ignoring it for decades. And Beam Suntory knows it, because why else switch from a small batch to a single barrel and completely update your bottle and your labeling, if not to stir up some kind of renewed interest? So, this is no complacent number one seed resting on its laurels, Ed. No. They're just as hungry as the much younger Broken Barrel entry with its rye mash bill and fancy oak stave finishing. <laughs> and they're not here to be ignored. I think that they have a lot to prove, for, and for no reason, by the way, because I've never, ever sipped a glass of Baker's where I was like, this is just okay. Right. It's a delicious whiskey. I have no idea. With the way things catch fire in the whiskey industry and the whiskey consumers, I have no idea why Baker's has been slept on so much. It has grown in price. So does that mean the interest has gone up? I'm not sure. It's always been consistently $60. It's never been cheap. 
But now I see it a lot more for 70, 75, which I'm not understanding because are they making less of it? I don't know because it's single barrel. I don't know, but it should blow heresy rye off the table. Heresy rye is a year old. It's got some cool finishing notes, but this is Baker's. This is made by Booker No. This is made by a juggernaut of beans from Tory. Yeah. This is Notre Dame playing like I don't Ball know, Mountain Union. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Ball State. Exactly. This should not even be a contest. But Seth and the boys at Broken Barrel Whiskey Company and Few Spirits, they're ready for this yeah. battle. Seth has already proved to be a magician. He's yeah. won so many awards in, in not just the whiskey arena, but in vodka and other things as well. He's fearless. Yeah. But the fact that we're even giving them the time of day makes Bakers irritated. They're so tired of being <laughs> overlooked and much maligned compared to their distillery mates that they want to get out there and put like 60 points up. You know, yeah. they want to blow the doors off right in the first I half. I can see Freddie No sitting over yeah. on the other side of the yeah, bench. Right. And Seth is sitting there like Mark Cuban right on yeah, the floor the, pointing at each other. They're all like, we know what Booker knew. So they know, <laughs> you know, the signs are up in the wall. This is going to be an interesting one, and Gabe's got uh, he pouring them off. Have you poured them yet? Yeah. I poured them, yeah, but I, All right. I, I got a couple yeah, of thoughts no, myself. No, I want to hear. Sure, Gabe, what do you think of this? Obviously, Baker's has All right, that's good. So, Scott, now that we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Dick. <laughs> no, Baker's has that reputation, but I think with that, the price point really does turn people off. And okay. having said that, with the matchup going with Infuse, I remember you did the Infuse Spirits, what, about a year ago? Last summer. Last summer. Okay, yeah. and uh-huh. I... I remember listening to it. I was like, wait a minute. That sounds very familiar. You have a bottle yeah. of it. I, I had bought the, the, the bourbon and the rye mm-hmm. because I read about them. I believe it's in Whiskey Addict because I read yeah. about them. Yeah. I was thinking, well, that's a great concept. And how it's cheap so, are they? I got the cast turns at Benash for like $31. Oh, I, think, super cheap. I think even before that, they were yeah. in both in the high 20s, but I was very impressed with the taste of it. It was because very good. Because of the barrel stave. Right. The stave simulate the aging process. It really yes, does work. Yes. Okay. Right, so let's get them over here, Gabe A and B. Handing over A. All right. Handing over B. They weren't ready for it, but I'm giving it to them anyway. No, no. It's fine. You'll take it. Wow. And you'll like it. Mm. I'm swirling. We're swirling our neat glasses and, uh, yep. my God, I almost spilled it. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Oh, A is a really nice nose. Oh, they are really working this one. Oh, B is delicious. I think Scott just in the made, nose. I think Scott just made a mess in his pants. I think just from the nose, I know which is which. Wow. But you think I can't make I, right. I'm nowhere near to doing that. I'm, I think break out the saltines. Mm, a is so, oh my gosh, so much cinnamon oh, on A. I know. Right, I'm going to need more. No, mm. you'll get nothing unlike it. Wow. Gabe is not like Anders. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, oh you don't. Oh. You've made it your decision. I mean, wow. Okay. Just hit Ed. Uh, you know, moment of clarity. Man, both of these are really nice, mm. but I think I have also made my decision. The moment of truth. All right. I have handed in my selection. Gabe, was it a unanimous decision? No, it wasn't. We have another tie. Damn it, Ed. Get the drink again. (laughs) Ed picked B. Scott picked A. Mm -hmm. B was? The heresy. The heresy. A wow. was A was Baker's. Yeah. I honestly, just took the sip of B and had like buyer's remorse over here. I, I think I put mine in a little too quick. I, I reacted to something. I'm not happy with myself right now, but I, I stand <laughs> by what I did. I stand <laughs> by what I did. All right, so we're going in overtime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ed has poured the glasses for Gabe. 
So, first of all, I was pouring them, and then Gabe asked me a question, and I got distracted. I forgot <laughs> which I poured into both glasses, so I have to drink them and make new glasses for Gabe. Right. Oh, woe was me. <laughs> How did me. that happen? Oh. Damn. So, I'm passing over the A to break this tie. I chose the Heresy Rye. Scott chose the Bakers. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but, you know, not really, Seth, because you make an amazing product, and Damn. today... Heresy Rye was the winner for me. But I was surprised. That. Because. I. Ed chose a rye and I chose the bourbon. That's right. That's not like you guys. No. Well, A's got a very nice, even, uh, caramely vanilla nose. The nose on B is a little bit thin. Um, Hmm. Tasting A. uh, Oh, it's got a a nice little bit of heat to it. Uh, Very, uh, not not basic, but. uh, It's got some body to it, yeah. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Add some water to it if you want. I can't believe we still have four more whiskeys to taste that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank God we have a meatloaf base. Right. Meatloaf and sweet potatoes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Putting some water in both of them. Uh, the, the A has kind of kept its basic overall taste. The B has, um, the flavor seems to have ebbed away just a slight bit. Sounds like you made a decision. I, I think I'm going A. Hey, and A was. Bakers. Wow. So, uh, Give it up, Gabe. The number one seed moves on with a little bit of a challenge from my taste buds. A little bit. And I think that it was just the youthfulness of the spirit, right. despite its stave finishing, that just doomed it against the much older Baker single barrel. Right. The Hershey is showing its youthfulness. Yeah, it's a youthful whiskey. Right? And, you know, it wasn't far off, but yep. obviously the, the experience shows through. I don't know what's going on with me today. I picked a high rye bourbon and a rye over two of my favorite bourbons. So I don't know what to tell you. It's opposite day. It's, here. it's opposite day. It's like up is down, left is right. That's no I'm sleeping together. After a close after <laughs> after a close call, Bakers has moved through. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back for old Ezra number seven. First smoke wagon. Oh god, I mean it just gets better and better. <laughs> Coming back in, we just got done halftime, and it was amazing. We saw the blimp that looks like the uh, upright <laughs> bass flying around the cello, the right. arena. No, wait, I think it is an upright bass. <laughs> I think it is an upright bass. It's kind of funny because, like, the way it's flying, it's not very aerodynamic, but no, uh, no. you know, it's it's a lovely. Uh, who would ever make an upright bass? Well, blimp? let me tell you who it is. Ed. It's Riccardi's Violin Shop dot com. Oh my god! Wow, second generation skilled craftsman who uh, is incredibly gifted in his work. Learn everything from his father. Oh, the sponsor of the Whiskey Madness. Exactly. Oh. Riccardi's Violin Shop. We forgot. Uh, I've known him for a good 45 <laughs> plus years, and he's an amazing guy. Yes. And, uh, Rob is a nice dude. If you have needs, your stringed wood uh, instruments, mm. or, yeah, look him up. Yep. He's an expert on wood. What I mm. he's a no, wood he, expert. he knows his wood. <laughs> he knows his way around some wood. <laughs> so we're going to bring it back to Ed, and he's going to tell us about our next matchup. Yeah. Right. So we have Old Ezra number seven, Barrel Strength, versus the... 
ever popular up and coming smoke wagon uncut unfiltered mm. it's almost like the a, south park movie no like kind of like a camel cigarettes a non-jewish chocolate whiskey. babies <laughs> an uncut whiskey it's like it's not circumcised it's like oh, a, a gentile I, whiskey I, I see uncut i see uncut unfiltered it's kind of coming out messy yeah it's dribbles right so i mean i've always been <laughs> Sorry. I've always you know, been a big fan of Old Ezra number seven, but my God, the smoke wagon was so delicious. This is going to be such a nightmare for me because yeah. both of these are in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Old Ezra number seven, barrel strength from our friends at uh, Luxco. It's won 17 proof, aged seven years, 78% corn, 12% malted barley, more malted barley than the 10% rye. So it's a really interesting mash bill. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be around $40, but it's usually around $75. I had a tragedy happen this summer oh. where it was in, I was traveling with it and I broke an entire bottle of the old Ezra, which I had paid. Oh, no. I had paid yes. $69 for it. I and I literally sat down in a pool of whiskey, my face smacked down in it, slurping. <laughs> Spitting out the broken glass, crying like Nancy Kerrigan no when she got galooned. <laughs> so, luckily, I was able to go out to like Wegmans that week and find one for MSRP for like fifty nine. It was like the whiskey gods shined down upon me and found me a bottle, mm. Saint Pappy. So it's a very traditional bourbon. The palate's going to be surprisingly lively. Ooh. So they say it's a burst of flavor ranging from sweet fruit to rich caramel to spicy oak. It's heat can get in the way sometimes, but with the neat glass, we never have to worry about that. No. Nope. Because the alcohol is brilliantly diffused. Brilliant. The finish should be oak spice and dark cherries that ride out to its natural conclusion. I like the way they put that. Mm. I don't know what that means, but no. I love it. Yeah. Now entering the arena is our friend and lovely commentator, Siobhan. Siobhan! Siobhan. Siobhan brings us water to hydrate and usually like M&M's or something fun. <laughs> yeah. But this time, I brought my own microphone. <laughs> Is that Mr. Microphone? I have no idea. Oh. I got it off the Oh my God. Is this what you do all day? You torture your cats with Mr. Microphone? Oh my God. Wait, come here and do it. It, look, it looks like, did you bedazzle wait, it too? Wait, do your microphone on the microphone. What does that sound like? This is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> when did God get here? Oh my God, that's amazing! It's like, it's oh like a God. higher power screaming down at us. Would you just get on with the recording? Already? She finally figured out that I mute her for half the episodes that she's on. <laughs> I brought my own mic and power system. <clears throat> that's classic. Okay, so <laughs> the old Ezra is going up against the smoke wagon, uncut, unfiltered in the one ten to one nineteen category. It is a high rye barrel proof Kentucky straight bourbon. Its mash bill is sixty percent corn, thirty six percent rye, and four percent malted barley. It is MGP's high rye bourbon mash bill. Its proof is a one thirteen point nine two. There's no age statement, but it is purportedly a blend of four, six, and ten year bourbons. Its price is around seventy, maybe a little higher. The distiller is MGP in Lawrenceville, Indiana. The blender bottle owner is the Nevada H&C Distilling Company in Las Vegas. Fun facts, we featured this on a short last summer with Ed's work buddy, Joe. Mm -hmm. The whiskey is sourced from MGP, but then it's aged for some time in the Nevada desert, which experiences a lot of hot days and cold nights, accelerating the aging of the spirit in a shorter amount of time. We have batch number 50, which was bottled on March 15th, 2021, and their current batch is 131. So they're putting out these batches like fucking crazy. So actually, the bottle we're using today is the one that Siobhan gave me as a present. Oh, that's why it's so long it ago. It came out of the vault. All right. So its tasting notes are light, creamy caramel and dry oak, transitioned to a swirl of heavy rye spice green peppercorn, aged oak and vanilla. 
So this is the same high rye bourbon mash bill as the redemption that just won in our first matchup in this round. And I'm just wondering if that result will be duplicated here as it's going against a more traditional heavy corn bourbon profile. The only thing that makes me hesitate on that is the additional intense aging and blending that I don't believe goes into the redemption. So we'll see if that helps or hinders it. Gabe, please hand us the glasses. Don't you care what I have to say about these I two? Was say, I, I thought you were going to say, Gabe, what do you think of these two? I really have no opinion. It's going to be a coin flip. Back to you. <laughs> I mean... You made a whole fucking point of like talking that just says nothing. You bitch. This is... I mean, like I said, there's a high rye bourbon and there's a bourbon bourbon. But, right. But I've shown no consistency at all today, so... Actually, well, you've shown a preference for the rise. I, I have had the, the spoke wagon uh, base expression, and I, I wasn't overly impressed. But I know this is different, and it's the higher proof. Yes, it's way different. It really I've, is. It's night and day between their base expression and the uncut. Now, the old Ezra has. Do, do they not have a bottled and bond expression? Uh, no, I, do I can't remember if I've had. A, no. a, an old I feel Ezra. like Gabe's like I've had chocolate. I had peanut butter. I don't think I'll like Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i've been there I've, there's an that, ezra brooks which i think is their that's base her basic expression. right yeah. i might have had that that's yeah, where right. I'm, I'm ezra brooks 99 myself. there's ezra brooks 99 which is a little bit step up then there's the old ezra 101 the, i think i had that i think that's the one i had the 101 they're very similar on the nose mm. A 117 proof versus a, what was it, one, no, it's like a high 113. 113.92. Yeah. So we'll round it up to the old 114. Yeah. Don't you oh, think they smell similar, my Ed? God, they taste similar, too. This is going to oh, be a fucking no. nightmare. This is why I stayed out of this one. I really think this, these are really you similar. You did say it would be a coin flip. Yeah. This is a fucking the, nightmare. The, the color, even when I noticed them beforehand, I, I didn't get much distinction between the two of them. Ooh, A is really nice. No, it's not. <laughs> I think I feel like I say that about every whiskey. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, you might have a problem. I, I like whiskey. The problem is Sorry. after after you don't drink for five minutes, we miss the burn in our chest. We're like, oh, there it is. I think yeah. it's cracker time. Uh, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I've come to burn your throat again because my liver is weeping. <laughs> Somewhere, Simon and or Garfunkel are turning over in their graves, although they're not dead. Right. I think they're both still alive. I think so. Yeah. They are. Well, I mean. Simon's career is probably still alive. I don't know about that. Yeah. Garfunkel, not not so much. Garfunkel's in a park somewhere. Anybody want to hear me think Sound of Silence again? <laughs> she. <laughs> Thank God Disturbed did a cover because I can live for another year. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> as long as he wrote that. Or else Simon's like, ching. Yeah. No, I think Simon uh, wrote uh, all oh, the songs. I, I don't think so, Art. Oh, He's boy. out there busking with... Uh, Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top. <laughs> this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, my God. The has-been tour of Vegas, the residency. There's no reason we should have to choose between these two. These are both fan-fucking-tastic, and they taste so fucking similar. Oh my it's God. stupid. Have you it's proof, stupid. Have, have you proofed them with water? Okay, that's a very good point. Have you tried crackers? I, have you tried filtering them through Marilyn Monroe's panties? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why my voice suddenly took the tone of NPR. I don't know. <laughs> have you okay. tried my uh, chocolate sweaty balls? <laughs> Your crusty muffins. Betty White, rest in peace. Moment of silence for Betty White. Thank you. You're welcome. I really don't care which one goes through. Honestly, I don't think the water helped. Like, it didn't make it taste better to me. It doesn't always do that. Mm -mm. Both of the uh, tie burgers I did tonight didn't really uh, alter yeah. my decision. I liked them before I put the water on, and now it ruined them both in the same way. Please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> Ed's asking for more. Oh my God, I think he gave me more than he gave me originally. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Gabe's got plans for Ed. Shabbat might be taking over for the next round. Can we oh. just shut it off? Can we pause? Can someone help me? Oh my god. Oh my god. You are getting sloppy. What is happening with you? <laughs> These are so similar. Tell me you're not struggling right now. I am. I am, but I take smaller sips. <laughs> and you don't ask for seconds. Right. That's right. Heavy mm. seconds. Heavy seconds. Is Ed's high school Sorry. nickname? <laughs> Heavy seconds. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> it, it, it kind of writes itself. All right, yeah, let's, so let's be serious for a second right. and try to determine what we were tasting on these to see if we can determine any difference because right now I can't taste any difference. Get it together, man. There is a difference. <laughs> Decide. All right, all right, I'm better. Thank you. Thank you for slapping me, Gabe. Yes, that's why I'm here. Mm. I'm the voice of reason, somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow. <laughs> which, somehow that happened. Which isn't me at all. I have to tell you, I just drank A, Yeah. drank some water, drank B. I feel like I drank the same <laughs> fucking whiskey. <laughs> I swear to God, I cannot detect enough differences between these two. God damn it. Yeah. I honestly can't uh, choose. I'm just going to flip a coin. Uh, like Gabe said. This is the closest one in three years of whiskey madness that I've had to deal with. No, I agree. I think you said it about two thirds of the time. Yeah, we do say it a lot. <laughs> no, not as bad as this. Wow. Really? B is less sweet on the initial. It has sweetness in the middle. And it kind of tapers off kind of fast. It's definitely more spicy. B is spicier. Okay. I think so. Okay. All right. Are you ready to make your decision, Ed? Wake up, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly could have gone either way. It was that close. I went on which one I thought was more complex. That ended up being my decision as well. Okay. I thought the one I chose was more complex. Okay. I'll, I'll do both. We have a unanimous decision. Oh, shit. Both Ed and Scott chose B. And B was... Old Ezra number seven. Oh, old Ezra oh. coming through with a close victory over the upstart smoke wagon. Really from- close. And I heard. I remember the selection committee wow. having problems seating these guys, but eventually they were like, we can't figure out if these are two or three. But then somebody said, well, it doesn't matter because they're going up against each other either way. Right, right. Yeah. yeah old mm-hmm. Ezra was, was a number two. And it's, it's it's not an upset, but it's a mild surprise. Yeah. Wow. It yeah. was a battle. Totally it, agree. It's one of my favorites. I think people knew. Back when it was 45 and you can get it every day, I talked about it and I liked it. And now it's 75 and I don't drink it as much. Well, right. as close as it was, Ed and I both chose it. Yeah. So and, moving and, on. And I mean, the smoke wagon on another day probably could have won. And it, it's almost like if this was the March Madness, it would have been like three, two, one. Old Ezra with a shot. And went in. Old Ezra. Clips the, buzzer. the buzzer. Oh. Buzzer beater. Unbelievable, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, Wow, guys, what a matchup. That was great. The reality is they're both incredibly overpriced right now. So I think the old Ezra dips a little bit lower. If you can find the old Ezra for 60, there's your bargain of the two. Yeah, I think so. And now we're going to go take a quick break. Then we'll be back with a marquee matchup. The top seed, Wild Turkey Rare Breed Rye against the Lucky 7 Holly Toast. Be right back. Yeah. 
just looking hot like a hold down. Everybody going off in my hometown, ready for a showdown. Keep it on the low now. We about to pop off like a bottle. Everybody knows that we're going full throttle. Drinking alcohol, yeah, straight from the nozzle. End of the night, end up horizontal. And we are back after an extended break. The last matchup that we have in today's tournament <laughs> round in round two is yep. the yes, Lucky sir. Seven Holiday Toast, the four seed, going against what Ed is going to tell us about the wild turkey rare breed rye. Right. It's a straight rye. It's barely a rye. All right. I'm saying that because it's 51% rye, right. it's 37% corn, and it's 12% malted barley for its matchup. Just meets the legal qualifications. For a cast it's reasonably priced at around $60, which mm-hmm. is pretty consistent. Yeah. All right. Pretty um, good. Break and Bourbon said, a compelling patchwork of flavors that led by lemon and burnt caramel, black pepper, clove, grass, mm. menthol in tow. Ooh. It keeps your attention with its boldness and works well overall. There's a slight creaminess and a degree of complexity to it that helps elevate it. But at the same time, the whiskey struggles to be memorable. Hmm. So interesting. I think that's interesting that it it basically calls it a basic pitch. Damn. At the very end there. And then the finish is spice quickly ramps up. Mm. Downplaying the whiskey sweeter side, all right? Okay. Which is a bit cinnamon rolls. Also, black pepper, nutmeg, charred oak. Some dryness. Also creeps in and lingers longer than you want it. It's a quality rye that drinks well with a finish that unfortunately drags it down. Wow. You know, like the girl at a party that just tells you about her her her, <laughs> her life longer than you care about. Like, oh, my father really left us when we were 10. And, you know, it's like, dude, I'm just trying to have a beer. You know, hoping the keg doesn't kick too early. Is that like Cecily Strong? Yeah. Outside at live, the girl, you, the girl you met at a yeah. party. <laughs> so Wild Turkey has made an effort recently to improve on its rye products. I mean, for a long time, the Wild Turkey 101 was all you had. But mm. now, you know, they have the Wild Turkey 80 rye, which I suggest you don't ever drink. No, <laughs> unless, no, don't drink that. Unless you're homeless or oh life has taken a bad turn for you. Or homely. Or homely. <laughs> we spoke about that earlier. No, you yes. could be rich and homely, so that's not true. True. Russell Reserve 6-year rye. And which or. is very good. And the Russell Reserve single barrel rye. So anything with the word Russell in front of it is probably not a bad day for you. Yeah. All the Russell products that I've had have drank pretty well. Yeah. Agreed. So praise should be given to the Russells for their consistency with their products, but it's also a double-edged sword because there isn't a lot of variation between them. Proof is the main differentiator. <laughs> what is this word right here? Differentiators. Differentiator. Differentiator. So it's going to be a huge expression, but my concern is it's going against a complete unknown, which we have experience with, and we think it's quite formidable. Scott, what are we dealing with here? We are dealing with the Lucky 7 Holiday Toast, ranked fourth here because it's so unknown, as it said. Its category is a double oak bourbon. The mash bill is not disclosed. Its proof is 115. There is no age statement, but it is purportedly between 6 and 12 years. The price is about $80. 
The source distiller is from Kentucky, possibly Barton's, but undisclosed. Wow. Fun facts, we featured this on our most recent Christmas Eve short with Sue and Siobhan, and we all really loved it. It's won mm -hmm. numerous awards and has a 91 rating from Whiskey Advocate. The tasting notes are full-bodied. Like Ed. Like me. <laughs> with notes of toffee, toasted marshmallow, dark fruit, and charred oak, and finishing with a long crescendo of cinnamon, spice, and gingerbread. Crescendo. So funny story, Lucky 7 ended up making it into the tournament only at the very last minute. Last minute, yeah. Because the selection committee was waiting until we had tasted two expressions on the podcast before making the ultimate decision. Mm -hmm. And the spirit that ended up being relegated was the Pinhook Vertical Six Year, which, spoiler alert, we'll be releasing as a bonus short right after the tournament yes. is over. And although I was a little sad that I couldn't drink this expression, the Lucky Seven, again for two months because we had to put it in the vault, I feel they made the right choice because although the Pinhook Six is a really nice expression, it's really only interesting as an experiment in seeing how aging affects a single bourbon over time. But the Lucky Seven is just an extraordinary blend. And I really think, Ed, the point you made mm -hmm. in our special preview two yep. weeks ago about yep. the rare breed being the most vulnerable yes. of the number ones, the mm -hmm. Wild Turkey team is really going to have to bring its best stuff today if it wants to move on. As crazy as it is for how long they've been their underrated distillery. Yeah. That's surprising. I mean, the Wild Turkey Rye or Bourbon 101s are like six or seven years old and they're 101 proof for $27. You can't go wrong you for that. You can't go wrong. That's, 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 can that's always there. a go-to. You can buy both of them and live there the rest of your life. It's you can make bargain. drinks with them. You can just pass out in your car with them. They're there for you every day of the week. Yeah, and I, I just picked up a Russell's Reserve bourbon uh, mm -hmm. about three weeks ago, and yeah. I'm, I'm in love with the bottle. I've never yeah. had it before, and, yeah. and all the hype of you guys brought to the yeah. table about them. It's delicious. Okay. Yeah. Gabe, but let's finally taste these so we can go to bed. <laughs> all right. Handing over a glass A. We're going to bed in three hours. <laughs> well, they are. I'm going to fall asleep in an hour and ten minutes. Mm. I got to say, while, while Scott and Ed are nosing these two... This one is going mm. to be another hard battle okay. because having listened to the Lucky Seven podcast, you were just nutting all over this we were. Lucky Seven. We you love this one to death. We were. It was a great bottle, and you just you just couldn't say enough about it. It was Jen a great night. We had the ladies here. I mean, it was just a nice night. You were drained and you were spent. <laughs> having wow. having done that podcast, it was a wonderful one. It was it was very educational, but there was a mess to clean up afterwards. Mm. <laughs> Thank God you can cut all of Gabe out, <laughs> and and just, if you could just like. Cut and paste Anders in from wow. like from previous whiskey madnesses. This is the thanks I get for for all my hard work. Oh, thanks shit. for the meatloaf. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. It must have been when you were kissing me. All right, let's focus on the whiskeys. We got Ed, both of them. And I just gotta say one more thing. I would do anything for love, but I won't <laughs> do that. God, the man is dead for Christ's sake. I love them. Ed, Meatloaf was awesome. I saw him live. He was great. Very theatrical. What's going to be, Gabe? Me or, or Scott? <laughs> let me think on it. Baby, baby, let me drink on, on it. Can we focus on the whiskey, please? Uh, well, I'm trying to fill dead air while you fuckers are drinking. Damn it. Sorry, was that, was that overly harsh? I'm sorry. Wow, both of them are really oaky. Like, how is it possible that it tastes? I'm, 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 I give up. This is really weird. What, what I'm tasting here in both of these whiskeys is very, very strange. It's going for crackers. How is the Scott's Lucky going for water? So rye. Well, one's a double oaked. Right. We don't know the mash bill of the Lucky Seven. It is not disclosed. Personally, I'm hoping for a tie because I want to do a tiebreaker. I really yeah. want to taste both of these. Have you ever had either of these? Um. I think I've had the wild turkey rare breed. I might have tasted the Lucky Seven at your place too. Oh, you might have. Mm. Uh oh, okay. So I put a little water in them. 
<laughs> um, both of them taste delicious now. Like they don't taste as harsh as initial. And I'm not really sure why either of them tasted harsh initially. And okay, look, I, I have a gnat look how in one pulled. of mine, and I'm trying to get the gnat out a of gnat. it. Well, that's, not, that's not going to affect the taste profile. <laughs> Probably not. I'm tasting wings. I'm tasting thorax. <laughs> oh, shit. What, what am I, more B? Yep. I can't believe how well the uh, wild turkey is holding up right now. So, yeah, we said that the wild turkey was vulnerable, but maybe it's not. Are you, are you saying you know what they are in each glass, pretty much, or you, uh, you're not? Wow. No. Are you I have no idea. So we're having, like, taste bud overload, and you're really having a hard time distinguishing the two of these bottles. Correct. Wow. I mean, it's the fourth of the night. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. We are a little extra right now. Are you shocked at how similar these are? I am shocked. Wow. I really don't know which one to pick. I I had a feeling this is going to go this way. At the end of a long night and having two extraordinary bottles to pick from. You have been prescient this evening. I will say that I think... The A tastes more like a rye. And if I'm right, B is the lucky seven, and I don't think that that tastes as good as I remember it tasting. Ed has handed over his selection Fuck to me. Fuck me. I just said, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was one A and one B. Like, they were so close, I just felt like there was like a 0.01% better in the one I chose. Uh, I just got handed Scott's selection. Yep. I am opening <laughs> him up. <laughs> I am going to be drinking again. Oh, oh no. Ed chose B. Scott yes. chose A. Yes. Uh, B was Wild Turkey Rare Breed. <sighs> a was a lucky seven. Oh, man. I will be finishing this night. Here we go. Overtime. And Ed has poured the final tasting for Gabe overtime in the matchup between Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Yes. And the Lucky Seven Holiday Toast, which I thought would be a slam dunk for the holiday toast, which it would have been, except, guess what? Uh, newsflash, I voted for the fucking Wild Turkey. And picked another rye. Which I cannot believe. I don't know what's going on with him today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I had a, like, a, a frontal lobotomy <laughs> over the weekend. I don't know about but Ed, you might want to go to Here's work. Here's your A, Gabe. Get yourself checked out tomorrow. You're not feeling good. And, and here's your B, Gabe. All right? Oh, shit. Pick whatever you want. I don't give an F anymore. <laughs> I'm evidently useless. <laughs> this is why we do it. This is exactly the reason. If he picks the wild turkey, I'm just going to like jump up and down like, yes, vindication. Because I think Lucky 7 is delicious any other day of the week. But yeah. every other day, no. No, today I'm like, no. I don't, I don't know why. We should never do this again. We should make like rig it so I know what's happening. This is how I felt after the yeah. barrel. I was like, why do we have a podcast? Right. All whiskey tastes the same. It should be like 110 versus 90 so I know what I'm doing. Well, this is great. Make sure you tune in next week for the finals of each round. Right, we're just baking cupcakes. And as, uh, as I'm... <laughs> As Urban I'm, cupcakes. I'm nosing both of these. They're very, very nice. Right? Uh, the B is coming off just a bit sweeter, a bit heavier. Okay. I can see why this was a tough decision. They are very, very similar. Aren't they, though? It's I, crazy. I thought I had one picked up, and I put water in there, and now it's like, yep. I can't decide. Right. Yep. Exactly. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. Going in for one more sip, and I'll make my decision. All, All right. right. And once again, during this lull, go on to the neatglass.com and uh, buy a neat glass for yourself. <laughs> And enjoy what we're enjoying right now. If you put in whiskey tan, it's 10% off. Blind me. Okay. 
I'm going to say this one that I'm handing you right now is glass one. Okay. I'm closing my eyes because this is a tough This year. It is really tough. I, I admit it was the toughest one since the last one. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to give you this one. And this one is glass two. Ooh. Ooh, we took a big sip there. He's all in now. They they are just very very similar. They they are just neck and neck, same thing almost. Right. I'm I'm going with the second glass you sent to me. Number two. Number two. Number two was A. Ed, which one was A? Wild turkey. Damn! Just had a little bit more zing. I listed vindicated as number one ranking. It's going on in the next round. Yeah. There's, yeah, but that lucky seven, wow. man, my God, that's holding up its own. And right? The young upstart's really uh, making a name for itself. Wow. That, I mean, that, that was tough. It really was. There have been some astonishing finishes in the brackets. Yeah. Both number ones, again, are moving on. But it's been close. After a close decision yes. between the I, two of them. We thought the lucky seven might have a shot to win the we whole did. damn tournament. We really did. And it got beat by a mass-produced, very good wild turkey cast strength ride. It's over. But Yeah, but let me bring this in. If that maybe was brought up as the first matchup tonight, could have been different. It could have been. With everything we tasted tonight, you, you could have had an altered taste. I mean, it's very possible. Uh, obviously, oh, we, we went through quite close. a good number of bottles tonight. And Listen, if, if you had to serve chicken instead of meatloaf, you might have chose Lucky <laughs> 7. Right. So, Scott, what's our bracket for next week, please? All right. So, next week in round three, we are going to have the bracket finals. Mm-hmm. In the 90-proof bracket, we have the number one seed, Eagle Rare, going against the number two seed, Bullet. Tenure. Wow. In the 100 proof bracket, we have the number one seed, Baker's Single Barrel, versus the Redemption High Rye, the number three seed. Wow. The 110 proof bracket, we have Wild Turkey Rare Breed Rye, the number one seed. Unbelievable. Against the Old Ezra, number seven, the number two seed. And in the final 120 proof bracket, we have the Larceny Barrel Proof, also the number one seed, against the number three seed, the 1792. Foolproof. Unbelievable. So what we saying? All four number ones have made through? Yep. So the selection committee evidently did a much better job. And, <laughs> and for how tight the tasting was, yeah. the selection committee, all 64 of them deserve an amazing <laughs> Keeps increasing. <laughs> it doubles every time. It's all 128 of kidding. them. I'm just kidding. There, we all know there's only It's 16. just me and Ed. <laughs> we know there's only 16. And they told so, two friends and so on. Right. And so right, on. So right. the fours roll out where they should be. We'll be back the next two weeks to figure out who's the champion. And um, we're having fun. If you're not having fun, then uh, you're not drinking enough. I'll be honest with you. Because we're doing our part. I don't know what you're doing at home. And if you can get a karaoke microphone like Siobhan has, (laughs) you're going to have a good time. (laughs) Right. Remember. remember. (laughs) So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Scott. And I am Ed. I'm Gabe. And I'm Siobhan. (laughs) We will see you next week for... Round three. Awesome. Just gonna take that. Just gonna take that. Make them take it all back. Don't tell me you believe that. Aren't you just gonna take that? Or will you fucking fight back? You ain't never ever gonna break it You can never beat them and they're better than you face it Thinking that they giving them you're not thinking straight kid No, they don't give a damn, you got what I'm saying? I'm not fucking playing, I'll give it to you straight man There's too many others and you're not that great man Stop what you're saying, stop what you're making Everybody here knows that you just fake it